Hi everyone, good morning. Uh, thank you for your patience. We're back online again. Jesus is faithful. <laughs> All right. Well, good to see you. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And I believe uh, you can be blessed uh, by uh, what the word uh, of God is about to say in your life today. And uh, before we do that, let's just pray. Father, we thank you that your faithfulness is always uh, uh, stand and never um, uh, make us down. Father, we just thank you. Whatever it is that you're about to say unto us, Lord, we are ready to receive it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. All right, please do subscribe to our channel. If you haven't done so, I'm going to encourage you to do so. So that way you can all be blessed every Sunday, every Sunday. I want to thank the team also, the band that was here, and all the uh, crew that comes uh, faithfully every Sunday. And I want to continue today uh, the series that Pastor Ewan started last week, which is called God Faith. And I'm going to do God Faith number two. All right, number two. I sub uh, subtitle the message for today as uh, Righteousness of God at works, all right? Righteousness of God at works. All right, let's look to the word, James chapter 2. We're going to start with uh, verse number 19, James chapter 2, verse 19. It says, you believe that there is one God. Yes, yes, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble even. But do you want to know, oh, all foolish men, that faith without works is dead? Faith without works is dead. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac as uh, his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works? And by works, faith was made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says Abraham believed God. And it was accounted to him for righteousness again the word righteousness you're going to see uh, you're going to be hearing a lot today righteousness and he was called the friend of god you see that uh, then that a man is justified by works not only by their faith all right likewise was was not rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them away another way for as the body without without the spirit is dead so faith without works is dead also i'm gonna i'm gonna cover two things with regards to the works of god the righteousness of god that is at work in each of our lives and the people around us okay and two things i want to cover first is uh, how the riches the righteousness of god is at work in our lives all right in our lives you you as a person, you as a woman, you as a man, you as a child, you as a worker, right? The righteousness of God works in each of every single one of us. So one thing that uh, we ought to know, uh, this word faith, faith, you know, when you talk about faith, faith has an author, right? Faith has the author. The author of our faith, in this case, is Jesus Christ. There's no way you and I can have faith without Jesus Christ. So faith has the author, has an author. The author of it is Jesus himself. So if you believe Jesus Christ is the author of our faith, then everything else should just 
fall through. Everything else will just, uh, will just will, will fill in you and then fill out of you. So if I ask you, is he really the author of your faith? Is he really the one that constantly uh, waking you up when you're asleep? Is he the one that is constantly telling you to turn right or turn left or stay put? Don't move. Just be still. Is he the one? Right? When you talk about faith that is at work, it has a source. The faith that is doing something powerful in your life has a source that is Jesus himself. When you're telling me, man, pastor, I'm still struggling with my sin. I'm still struggling with my weakness. I'm still in fear. I'm always harboring this fear. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it's always there. I'm always, I'm always in, in hiding. So let me ask you again that question. Is he really the author? Of your faith. So the righteousness of God. Before even goes out. And flows through you. It needs to work in you first. If you believe. Just like what Abraham did. To when just when. Without even questioning God. He went to, to take his son Isaac. To, to be ready to be. Sacrificed on the altar. Can you imagine? If you would have done the such thing today, you're probably going to get arrested. But that's something that God personally instructed Abraham to do so. And he did it as he was told. So I don't know what season you're in. You as a person, again, you as a man, you as a woman, or as a child, whatever function that you are in, in the society, in the community, or even in your family, Think again and ask that question to yourself. Does that come from God? Is he really the one who's telling me to do this, what I'm doing now? Is he really the one who's, who's telling me to stay put? Is he really the one who's telling me who, to go out and feed the hunger, hunger, people who is hungry? Is he the one? Is he the one who's telling me to have this relationship? You know, some of you are in love with somebody today, right? Some of you are just so passionate about doing something uh, that is, you know, consume. You're you fully consumed with whatever it is that you're doing. Does that come from God? What does that initiate it from? What triggers your heart to do whatever it is that you're doing today? Is it really God? Pastor Ewan mentioned about Noah's building the ark that is so huge, so gigantic. Just, you know, made, made no sense for someone to do such a thing. Especially for the one who never seen rain. <laughs> Whatever it is that you're doing. Maybe you are raising three kids today. Right? If you're a mom, you're raising three kids. Maybe you're other people who's thinking, uh, who's telling you, man, you're crazy. How do you, how do you even do this? Why would you even give up your life, your, 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 uh, your career for this? But if that is something you hear from God, man, bless your heart, girl. Bless your heart, woman. Because that is what God is telling you to do. Don't be dismayed. Don't be discouraged. I know, you know, uh, we are in the, people call, we're in a uh, time of crisis. I don't call it crisis. 
Because this is the most powerful time that you can have an encounter with God. This is the time where you can just take a pause of your business and then just come to God and say, Lord, what else? What is it that you have in store for me? You know, a lot of times when crisis like this hits, guess what? You get to hear the, the, the voice of God even louder. It's even clearer. You just have there's something that is so brand new, that is uh, so unimagin Im Im <laughs> unimaginable, you know, it's just happening in your life and it makes you something, you know, make, makes you to want to do something new, something uh, uh, greater. Are you in crisis? I don't think so. Maybe God needs your attention. Maybe today God wants you to respond. Maybe there's a, a major overhaul that needs to happen in your life today. If that is it, let's just give it. Because faith that you and I are talking about doesn't come from ourselves. doesn't come from what uh, dictated uh, from, from around us. It comes from the author himself. He wants you to stay put. He wants you to just trust in him. All right, that's number one. All right, number two, we want to talk about how the righteousness of God flows through you. So in you and out of you. How many of you likes to give? I like to treat my, my own family <laughs> yes, my kids. Uh, my kids always tell me, always telling me, Dad, you just love to eat. I'm sorry. Yes, I do. <laughs> well, we get to eat at least three times a, a, in a day, right? Yes, I know. I just like to take them out and just say, Hey, what do you want? Let's go have it. I know Mom is not here. Let's just go have it. <laughs> but out of you. See, sometimes you just cannot withhold this love of God. This righteousness of God is just so uh, fully, uh, uh, um, uh, fully manifested or, or just powerfully impacting you. It just somehow it just overfills you and then it just comes out of you. You know, I really believe uh, there's uh, the verse in the... Let's look at it. Let me see if I can find it. All right. One, I mean, 1 John chapter 3. All right. 1 John chapter 3. Verse 7. The Bible says, He who practices righteousness is righteous just as he is righteous. I mean, which means Jesus himself is righteous. How do you even practice righteousness if you can got no Jesus in your life? How can you how can even people see righteousness of God in you if Jesus is not in the picture? The righteousness of God will only come out through you when Jesus is what is at work greatly or great and powerfully in you. People will see in Matthew chapter 7 and Jesus even says you know, you can judge these people by their fruit. You can judge these people by their fruit. 
How, you, how can you even love other people around you or even your own family without you loving yourself? There's no way you can love others where your love, the love of God is not even manifested inside of you. How can you even feed others with the word of God when the word of God is not really satisfying you? You bombarded yourself with other things of this world. Maybe you are spending too much time on, the, on your television today. Maybe you're spending too much time on the things that don't matter the most in the kingdom of God. If that is the case, man, it needs to, to be a change of course. It's easy. Just judge them by their fruit. If you are married people or married person, take a look. Is your wife loving you, respecting you, honoring you? Does your husband love you, caring for you, protecting you, guarding you? If it's not happening, then how is it the world around you? will be blessed by the righteousness that you, you've been talking about, by this thing called faith that you've been talking about. Yes, you can still do it. Yes, you can still feed the thousands. Yes, you can still perform miracle. Yes, you, still, you can still go out and cast out demons. You can still do that. But Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, it says, you know what? I never knew you. I never knew you. They even uh, try to convince the Lord Jesus, say, man, you know, I did all of this. Didn't I do that? Wasn't that the one who preached the gospel far out there in, in, the, in some jungle? And Jesus told him, no, I never knew you. Because in the end, what comes out of you is the righteousness of God. It's nothing, nothing that you can come up with. Nothing that you, you can uh, uh, put together that will bless others. Other than God's righteousness himself. We're just a tool. Just like Abraham or uh, Rahab. They're just tools. Maybe uh, Rahab didn't have a good background as a person. But God counted her as righteous because she followed that one particular direction that comes from God himself. What is it that God is telling you to do? What is it that God is instructing, in, uh, instructing you to do in this hour? Are you doing it? Are you responding to that call? Are you saying, God, yes, your good works is always at work. Yes, Lord, I cannot withhold whatever it is that you're about to do. When it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yes, Lord, maybe it's painful. Whatever it is I'm experiencing today. Maybe, maybe I overloaded myself with all these responsibilities. 
But I'm going to show you today. Continue to, to uh, uh, in, that, in that journey of faith that God has already started in you. You are the chosen one. You are the one who's going to take that task into completion with Jesus Christ himself. If you're studying today, maybe you're so busy. Maybe there's so, there are so many uh, um, uh, uh, works. Uh, there's so many work that you have to uh, complete. Just hang in there. Just continue to trust God. He's going to be there with you all the time. Maybe you're somehow, right now you are weak. Maybe your, your flesh is not, uh, is not uh, what do you call that? It's not the way it's supposed to be. Maybe your body is somewhat weak. Just hang in there and trust God for the outcome. You know, before I close, our God, the Lord Jesus, he is the lamb that was slain. Right? Yes. Maybe you can see him as a, as a weak individual that was slain, even though he has such power. He was the lamb that was slain. But in the same time, our God is also the lion of Judah. That will what? That will fight your battle. That will overthrow all of your enemies. He's the Lion of Judah that will take you from, maybe you call it as a defeat, into victory. So the righteousness of God. You know, if you know, if you know that God is there. If you know who he is, if you know how capable he is, he's going to take you to the end. So I'm going to challenge you today. Before I pray for you, I'm going to challenge you today. Yes, you understand what faith is. Yes, you understand what, 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 where faith comes from. Yes, you know the author of that faith. But the... the uh, the, cha the problem is, is always, it always uh, lies on you as a person. The challenge always lies on the situations where you are in. You know, Noah at that time, people think him as a, as a crazy man. Building such a huge ark on top of a dry ground. Maybe that is what you're doing right now. Maybe people think you are crazy. Maybe people think what you're doing doesn't make sense. I want to challenge you. If that comes from God himself, just celebrate every of that moment. Celebrate in giving thanks of every of that situation. I know people call it crisis today, but it doesn't stop you. From celebrating God with all of His righteousness. He knows you by name. He had called you to be where you are today. I'm gonna challenge you. I'll continue to let this 
powerful, powerful work of God himself in your life. Just trust him. Trust him. Let it manifest fully. Let it manifest fully. Right. The word fully in your life. And you're going to see what's going to come out out of it. All right. There's this one rich young ruler in the Bible came to Jesus in John chapter 1. He came to Jesus, Lord, what would it take for me to enter this kingdom? Jesus said to him, you need to sell all that you have. Give it to the poor. And come and follow me. Yes, the intention was probably right at the beginning. That he came to Jesus. Hey, you know what? I want to I be where you are. Because I'm sure he heard this powerful, powerful good news. That had entered into his ear. And when Jesus responded back and challenged him give it all and follow me you know what he did if that is you what would, what would your response be were you the one who's going to continue to hold whatever it is that you're holding today and walk away or will you just let go and then come running to Jesus? His righteousness is always at work. Is always at work. No matter what. No matter what. I'm going to pray for you. If you haven't known this Lord that is named Jesus, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. All right, wherever you are, whatever condition that you are in. Maybe you are lying there in the hospital bed. Maybe you are, you are sitting there hopeless. If you hear this message, I'm going to pray for you. For the righteousness of God knows no bound. He's going to come and rescue you. He's going to come to you and just minister to you personally in a powerful in a powerful and supernatural way. If you are sick today, I'm going to pray for you. For you to recover fully. Fully. The way that he had created you. Here's what I want you to say with me, alright? Say, Lord Jesus. I want you more than anything. Come on, say it with a assurance in your heart. Lord Jesus, I want you more than anything. I hear what you are saying to me, Lord. I want to respond and say, Lord, I give it all. I want to give it all for you. Come into my heart, Lord. Be my Lord and my Savior. And I thank you, Jesus. You know, 
if you bless today with whatever it is that God is saying to you, continue to bless others. Start with the small step. Start, start with trusting God in a small scale. He's going to give you the brand new portion for you to deal with today. Just go ahead. Just go ahead and partake that portion that he's given you today. Just begin to trust and start walking with him. Amen. Amen. God bless you. And, you know, uh, all of your mothers out there, I want to thank you for your dedication. I want to thank you how um, powerful testimonies that you can be to all of us around here. Whatever it is that you do, all of, the, all of your mothers, to all your children, God's going to multiply and then restore and make everything brand new. God bless you. God bless you.